0: The first three months of 2021 have shown that, after a year full of change globally, the video game industry is beginning to change in its own way. The game industry is getting smaller, with many purchases bringing existing studios under new umbrellas, while some other companies are closing their umbrellas entirely. But who all did what in the first part of this year? This is 8Bits, Q1 in review. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast giving you up to 8 bits of video game news from the past week. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. For this first episode, we'll be looking at what happened in the first three months of 2021 and summarizing some of the biggest stories. One of the biggest stories from this first part of the year was the completion of a purchase from the fall. On March 9th, Microsoft completed its acquisition of ZeniMax Media, the parent company behind Bethesda Softworks, id Software, Arcane Studios, among others. These studios are known for the Elder Scrolls series, Fallout, Doom, Dishonored, and many other large franchises. Xbox is still yet to confirm what this means for the franchises existing on other platforms outside of Xbox and PC. As of now, upcoming titles Deathloop by Arcane Studios and Ghostwire Tokyo by Tango Gameworks are still set to be PlayStation 5 console exclusives when they launch later this year. The official announcement on the Xbox news site teases that, quote, we will have more to share about what's next for our teams later this year. On February 3rd, Embracer Group, the parent company of THQ Nordic, Koch Media slash Deep Silver, and Sabre Interactive announced the acquisition of the Gearbox Entertainment Company, growing its already immense catalog of studios. Gearbox is known primarily for its Borderlands franchise, but also owns Duke Nukem, Homeworld, Brothers in Arms, and the ill-fated Battleborn. The purchase, when finalized, also includes Gearbox Publishing that has released Hello Neighbor, We Happy Few, and most recently, PlayStation 5 exclusive, Godfall. Also acquired would be the TV and film production arm that is currently developing a Borderlands movie, a Duke Nukem movie, and a TV show based on Brothers in Arms. Curiously, Take-Two Interactive made a statement that they still own the Borderlands franchise and future titles would still be published by them while Gearbox continues to develop. Following a bidding war with Take-Two Interactive, Electronic Arts has become the new home for UK-based Codemasters, the team behind Dirt, Grid, Project Cars, among many other titles. These games add to EA's existing racing franchise's need for speed, real racing, and burnout. Existing racing franchises not owned by EA include Microsoft's Forza series, PlayStation's Gran Turismo, Ubisoft's The Crew, and 505 Games' Assetto Corsa. Around the same time, EA also acquired mobile game developer Glue Mobile, the developer behind the Diner Dash franchise, Deer Hunter, and the video game exploits of the Kardashian family. These add to EA's already large library of money-making mobile games, such as Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, The Sims Mobile, and The Simpsons tapped out. After many collaborations over the past 16 years, Nintendo finalized its acquisition of Canadian studio Next Level Games on March 1st. The studios developed a number of titles for Nintendo, including soccer games Super Mario Strikers in Strikers Charged, two titles in the Luigi's Mansion franchise, and Metroid Prime Federation Force on 3DS. Per the press release, Nintendo hopes to increase development output from the studio, to release more games on par with Luigi's Mansion 3 in the future. On March 2nd, Epic Games announced their purchasing of Tonic Games Group, the team behind the summer 2020 breakout hit Fall Guys. Media Tonic also worked on games such as avian dating sim Hattelfo Boyfriend, mobile spin-off Gears Pop, and short-lived card game Fable Fortune. Epic Games has been on a buying streak throughout early 2021, but Mediatonic was their first purchase of a games developer. Other purchases, such as Rad Game Tools and Capturing Reality, have been focused on building the tools available within Epic's Unreal Engine. Rad Game Tools may be known for creating the tech behind the Splash logo's Bink Video and Oodle Compression that has been used in hundreds of games over the last 20 years. The most recent of purchases comes from PlayStation. On March 18th, Sony Interactive Entertainment announced a joint venture with RTS to acquire the Evolution Championship Series, or EVO. RTS is a new brand from Endeavor, a talent and event management company that serves everyone from the UFC, the US Open, to the Miss Universe pageant, along with managing hundreds of different actors and internet creators. SIE previously hosted the Capcom Cup at PlayStation Experience, making them no stranger to fighting game events. When asked about the future of one of EVO's most popular games, Super Smash Bros., Nintendo said, quote, we will continue to assess EVO and other opportunities as we plan for future online and offline Super Smash Bros. tournament activity, in a statement to IGN. The press release also announced this year's EVO Online to take place August 6th through 8th and 13th through 15th, featuring four fighting games known for their reliable netcode, Tekken 7, Street Fighter 5. Mortal Kombat 11, and Guilty Gear Strive. And now a brief message from our sponsors. Affordable, fast, but not too fast. Class, middle class. Introducing the 2021 Generic Sedan, featuring four doors, comfortable seats, and 0 to 60 in a reasonable amount of time. Generic. It works. Not all companies have been getting larger in this first quarter of the year. Activision Blizzard announced that Vicarious Visions, the studio behind almost 100 games over the last 25 years, and most recently the Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 plus 2, would be merged into Blizzard Entertainment. The transition means the studio will become, quote, "...fully dedicated to existing Blizzard games and initiatives," per a statement to GameIndustry.biz. Along with the absorbing, nearly 200 employees at the company were laid off, including 50 in the Esports division as a result of restructuring. Other employees affected were a part of mobile developer King, creators of Candy Crush Saga. Finally, nearly two years after its initial announcement, Google announced it was shutting down its two first-party Stadia development studios, affecting roughly 150 people. Google said it was searching the place of developers in other positions around the company, but per some personal investigations across Twitter and LinkedIn, at least 20 were seeking positions outside of Google. On the bright side, in the weeks since the shuttering of the studios, former Vice President of Stadia Jade Raymond announced the opening of the new Haven Studios, a Montreal-based studio staffed by a number of former Stadia and Ubisoft developers. The studio is currently at work on the new IP for PlayStation. Due to how new the studio is, it may be some time before we hear anything about the new project. Those have been 8 Bits of News from Q1 2021, and a wrap on this first episode of 8 Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that, be sure to come back every Friday for a new episode of 8-Bits with your weekly roundup of the news. For updates about the show and more updates about me personally, feel free and follow me on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y on Twitter. Once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week.